0: Welcome to ah! Merrickville.
1: It's Friday, Sydney. Strap yourselves in. or oh, crack a can. Sam, Max in the house.
2: Hello, guys. Let's do this big Friday show. You I don't even it. know that. I just said that. I no. didn't even check the run sheet.
1: No, there's nothing on it. And you're just going, it's a big Friday show. And I was going, oh, it's <laughs> on the bigness. We've
2: got a really mediocre couple of hours of radio Whoa, coming up. Guys. Bring it down a touch. <laughs> We're going re- to show is what we've got. Yeah. We've got two yeah.
1: hours of air to fill, and we're going to fill it with some okay stuff.
2: And that's the main thing. If this, you know, if there was some sort of radio awards happening tonight, we mm. would receive a participation award because we're going to have a show. Yeah, this is the show that gets a ribbon but not a trophy. <laughs> Bang! Tune in, Sydney. <laughs>
1: Mate, uh, Vivid's on mm. at the moment. Uh, it was part of the Sydney Let's Spend Some Money on um, Making Buildings Look Bright uh, festival,
2: which of course runs uh, 12 months of the year. I thought that was a bit wordy for a title, personally. Yeah. Should have just cut it down to an acronym.
1: Yeah, I know, but Clover Moore, she likes things in full length. <laughs> (laughs)
2: You can tell Mez is
1: right behind.
2: Can I just give a a vivid cheat if if you're planning to go? If you haven't checked it out yet, this is my plan for Mm. tonight. If you want to catch up, meet and greet. Um, (laughs) Sam (laughs) organising dates on our show. Are uh, you using this for Tinder, you psycho? (laughs) Well, I am the narrator on First Dates, Channel 7. Guys, what you can do is uh, the Shangri-La, you can go up there for free and just go to the bar section right up the top and just get a, a beer or a cocktail or whatever you want. Tap water. Tap water, yeah. And you can see Vivid from above. It's one of the best views of Sydney. I mean, I'm sure it's not that elaborate a cheat. Like, I'm sure people are familiar <laughs> with Like, whoa, yeah. Sam, you've broken the code. Oh, no, no one knew. But but wow. I think some people
1: might not know that. That was incredible the way you gave that away. It's like some years ago, this guy said to me, he goes, look, don't tell anyone. But if you go down to the harbour on New Year's Eve, <laughs> you can see the fireworks. And well, I was like, oh, yes, but don't tell anyone.
2: Merrick, <laughs> the joke's on you because I'm now a brand ambassador for the Shangri-La. No, I was ah, to God, guys. Boom. <laughs> yeah.
1: There we go. Well, Vivid's on at the moment. And my, uh, my wife took my kids to Taronga Zoo. That, so they, they have, you know, Vivid all around yeah. Sydney and Taronga Zoo does one where you have to pay because otherwise it's entirely for free. Mm-hmm. But my wife went, hang on a second. There's got to be a way that I can spend <laughs> some money. So she found one where she could. So yeah. she went to Taronga which is great. You know, my kids mm. are seven and five and they're very excited about going. And uh, I went, I'm going to stay at home Xbox. Uh, you guys have a great time. So they went and did it because I don't care for that. Yeah, it's not. It's What's not your
2: game of choice on Xbox at the moment?
1: Uh, any game that's not vivid. So <laughs> hey, don't give them
2: ideas. No.
1: Uh, so anyway, they they've gone to Taronga Zoo. They've had a great time. The kids are loving it. It is. It's a it's a great thing for family. It's
2: a great vantage point just of Sydney in general. Yeah, you yeah. Chuck the lights in there. Where the giraffes are. That view wow. you wouldn't know because you're at home playing Xbox. But there's a great view of. Mm. Uh, there's another tip, guys. If you want to know a good view. You from the zoo? Where Sit the on a giraffe? giraffe? Yeah. He's
1: funny you should say that, Sam, because this is the point. My daughter, Kinga, who is a beautiful little girl, she's got these little things called beanie boos. Now, parents would know what they are. They're like these little soft toys okay. that the kids become incredibly attached to, right? What do they look like? Is it, they is look it like, like a little like they a face like, on it? or It's like a frightening, overly uh, rainbowed version of a gremlin. I don't know. They come in all different types of shapes and sizes, and they're expensive. And if you don't buy one as a parent, you're a failure. You you are a war criminal. (laughs) So, anyway, my daughter has 180 of them (laughs) because her old man is a soft touch. Yeah, of course I'll buy you one at the airport. I feel guilty for going away. (laughs) So, anyway, my daughter's got a beanie boo in her hand, Mm. and she's leant over the railing there at the giraffe enclosure, and has dropped the beanie (sighs) boo. Ooh. Into the enclosure
2: at what, night. What's a beanie boo worth like on the market at the moment? Uh, uh,
1: a father's love. I
2: think, <laughs> um, so 25 bucks. Yeah, yes,
1: about 20 bucks. So it's gone over, and Georgie has sent me a message. Marissa sent me a message. Oh, King has dropped a beanie boo over the railing at the giraffe enclosure. Oh, FML. <laughs> and, uh, and I just went, oh, so glad I'm not there. And I said, oh, well, she's got other ones. No. No, no they'll special be, one. Yeah, they're all special, oh, yeah. but that was the special, special mm. one? 20 minutes later, <laughs> my wife has made the staff at Taronga <laughs> Zoo enter the giraffe enclosure at night after those poor animals have had the shit scared out of them by lasers all night. Oh, no. And they just want to get some rack. And then all of a sudden, there's a zookeeper in there retrieving... A $10 soft toy <laughs> because it had fallen over the edge. And literally my wife said, it's not going to be worth anyone's time and anyone's life if she doesn't get that back. Oh, totally. You do not understand what will happen. You think she's apoplectic yeah. now. Like her father, she's got levels. And if that, doesn't, if that doesn't get back in her hands before we get back in the car, it's not going to be worth it yeah. for you. So, some poor bugger had to open up the giraffe enclosure is and go in, in the... there at night and get And you know what they're like at night, those creatures?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like someone coming into your room in the middle of the night to go, hey, um, you yeah, you kill them on spot. I left a sock <laughs> in your room. You know, It's very annoying. <laughs> My housemate does it all the time. Look, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm kidding. She doesn't. Here's a carrot, mm. go back to sleep.
1: <laughs>
2: um, no, that's okay, that's so the giraffe. Sh-
1: not Sam's housemate. Yeah, no, <laughs> Sam's housemate is, Shh, here's a tic tac, go back to sleep. <laughs>
2: So most depressingly of all, this interrupted your Xbox time, which is a major issue, a major breach.
1: I want to open up the phones, Sam, and I know this sounds insane, but I'm here's a great thing about this show, about this audience, about this station, is that I know that we will get calls when I, even if the most ridiculous call out, and this is it. What have you dropped into an enclosure? Oh yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. What have you dropped into an enclosure? When I was fourteen, I went to the zoo. Mm. And there was a meerkat enclosure and we all had to do assignments and stuff. And so, uh, one of the girls put her pencil case up on the railing and it fell into the meerkat enclosure. Did they they retrieve? Sam, please. Merrick Watts was there. (laughs) Why would you get a zookeeper when you can get a 14 year old boy with half an erection to jump (laughs) over the railing? and scare the bejesus out of the meerkats, Retrieve the pencil case. That half an erection
2: didn't affect the ease with which you got over that fence, did it? Pole vaulted, mate. (laughs) Yeah, Steve Hooker. (laughs) A bang.
1: Certainly not sure, mate, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I've leapt the barricade over the barrier into the enclosure, and I've just gone, picked up the pencil case, and I've gone, look at this, who's going to get some attention from the girls with this one and then everyone is laughing their asses off because I realised oh I can't get out (laughs) and then the meerkats slowly came out of their holes and started eyeballing me and I went oh no and then the zookeeper came and he just looked at me and he just goes what are you doing in there, mate? I went, I've got the pencil case. Yeah. And it just literally just went, get out. And they, they pulled me out of the enclosure. So but- that's an
3: example of when Merrick dropped his erection into an enclosure. Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and the meerkats turned away because there wasn't enough meat, apparently. So. <laughs> Stood up on their tiptoes. <laughs> not interested. One of them
1: attacked it, tried to kill it because they thought it was an intruder, but not, an, not a
0: quarry, just to kill it. Just to kill it dead.
1: <laughs> I took one of them home For that purpose <laughs> I was a 14 year old boy uh, If I was going to experiment With denko rub Why not a meerkat <laughs>
2: What Oh God. We revealed a lot in this piece of radio. Yeah, sure. maybe we should hand it over to the experts. People listening in, I'm sure that's happened before with with animal enclosures around the many zoos in Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: an enclosure. I'll also accept a terrarium. I'll accept a fish tank. Yeah. You know, uh, a um, you know, like a, a a big um, what do you call it? Like at the, uh, you know, what do you call it down there? At Harbour. The I harbor. have no
3: idea what you're talking about. The aquarium. Aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> That was the wor- world's at, worst like, game of charades. It
2: wasn't a- it? Pointing, was pointing and clicking
0: to a general area. <laughs> <laughs> Point- I, was he pointing. I was searching for a word that I had just used.
3: <laughs> and then looking disappointingly at Sam and I that we didn't know what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, it's Friday. It's good. One triple three five three. What have you dropped mm. into an enclosure? <laughs> We have got dozens of calls coming through on 13353 to ask Sam Mac, how do you get to the top of the Shangri-La to watch Vivid for free?
2: 8.30 tonight. See you there, guys.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is you will be
2: there. <laughs> Wearing a Triple M t-shirt. That's it. And they just go, God, he really is that sad. He's a man of his word. Sad, but man of his word.
1: Uh, We are asking you, seriously, (laughs) on one triple three five three. what have you dropped into an enclosure? My daughter dropped a Beanie Boo into the giraffe enclosure at Taronga Zoo. 20 minutes later, at night, some poor bastards had to retrieve it. Beanie
2: Boo is not a colloquialism or a metaphor for something. Do you want to explain for those that aren't familiar? It's a
1: plush toy, a Hmm. soft toy that uh, fathers give to their daughters in an attempt to buy their love. (laughs) My daughter has hundreds of them. Uh, And, you know, look, you might expect maybe one or two phone calls anywhere else. Not here.
2: It's lit. It's,
1: it's it lit. It is lit in here. Lit it's lit. Dean in on. Hello, mate. How you going? Really good, mate. What have you dropped into an enclosure?
4: It wasn't me. It was my old man. Mm. Right. It the, wasn't you, was it? So where was it, first yeah. of all? All right. Taronga Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Dubbo, or East East Western Plains Zoo, I should say. Okay. Oh, Western Plains, um, yeah. Yeah. 30 years ago, you thought it was a great idea to take us on holidays. You know, when we had kids. Big gust of wind came. His Akubra hat gets blown into the tiger enclosure. Oh, and
2: they're expensive, Akubra hats. They're really... Yep, so, that's...
4: Yeah, oh, probably $100 back then, which mm. is yep, good money. Yep. So he's kicking up a stink. Can, you know, can you please, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. You know, get my hat. <laughs> they're going, no, nah, no, nah, you're not getting it. Hang on, he offered, he offered you 50 no, he bucks? Offered, he, he offered the people at the zoo, you know, I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks to get the hat. The whole lot. And they said, no, nah, you're not getting the hat. So
2: just paint the picture for us. Like how close to the tigers was it or how close to the fence was it?
4: It blew, there's like, there was, uh, it's probably changed now, but there was water in between the fence and the tigers. <laughs> oh, So the water, the hat's blown in the water. Yep. The cats are seeing something move and the tigers, you know, they've gone, <laughs> oh, beauty, we'll go play with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, they've grabbed that. But So he, he was pretty ticked off about it. But the next day we were, uh, still in the area. Yeah. Heard on the radio, Big Cat has died because it had ingested a Akuba hat. No! No!
2: Oh, that's awful. Yeah, oh! he was
4: like, should have got my hat. That is Take amazing. That.
1: Okay, oh. okay. Dean, you've inspired yep. me. 13353, when no. have you killed a Big Cat? Oh, God, no. <laughs> we'll get calls no, from I dentists don't. in America <laughs> and it'll all go horribly oh, wrong. Oh, sorry. Oh, just, no, that's such a sad story. Well, only if you're the tiger um, or somebody who cares about tigers. Yeah,
2: I'm a cat lover. Sam so, is a massive yeah, cat fan. You are, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, this has really deflated it's me, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to take you. five. You yeah. keep going, though. Yeah, oh, You're right. I'll just be the Shangri-La. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Josh in Redfern. Hello, mate. How's it going? Really good. All right. What have you dropped into an enclosure? That's right.
4: This is really what we're doing. <laughs> I dropped 100 licks lit firework bungers into a police compound in Sri Lanka in the middle of it. Hold on. Whoa. You know?
1: oh, what?
2: <laughs> so, okay, lots of questions. <laughs> um, first one, why did you have them? What were they for?
1: Josh. Oh, he's line's still there, Josh? Okay, just to recap, we'll just, we'll just try and get him back on for a second. Mm. Josh had 100 bungers, fireworks, crackers... And he dropped them into a police compound in Sri Lanka because that could never go wrong. <laughs> I think we've lost Josh. Speaking, that's essentially dropped because, I mean, if they were Tamil tigers, that's again dropping something into a tiger's enclosure. Yeah. yeah.
5: And that's they true ate actually. them and they all yeah.
1: died. Well, can we, did we get him back? I think we've got Josh back. Okay, here we go. Hey,
3: Josh.
2: Josh.
5: Yep, how going? Yeah, there you go. So, what,
2: what were you doing it for, mate? What was the plan? Well, you could just buy fireworks all year round over in Sri Lanka.
4: So, just back in the yeah you know, mid mid eighties and um, yeah we'd just gone down and just we'd bought a whole heap and we we're just walking past the police station and mate said I bet you won't bet you won't like want to throw it in there. I said, Oh yeah alright so I lit it and just threw the whole roll in.
1: Okay, this and, is it's um, so in the eighties. This is that was seriously during the Tamil Wars, wasn't
3: it? Yes. I think that's yes. might have started the Tamil Wars. That's what
1: happened. <laughs> Everyone was really cash and relaxed and then Josh comes along with some bungers and they've gone right that's it's the Buddy Tiger! Welcome to Merrickville, don't let us sell
0: you pills Can you please stay for a day, even though the city is in decay Because our councillors are on the take
5: 104.9 Triple
1: M Joined this afternoon by Channel 7's Sam Mack And Sam, I've got this great thing going on at the moment
5: What if we call it Merrickville's ad agency for the Citroen Bolingo van Featuring reverse camera and rear parking sensors yeah. That's yeah. right. I've got my own ad agency,
1: Sam. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, if you've got a small business and you're listening right now, I know it can be a bit tough, particularly with a 20% increase in electricity bills. Went a bit nuts on that yesterday. Uh, so here at Merrickville, we've launched our very own ad agency. And every week, I'm going to choose a small business, and I'm going to write a little commercial, and I'm going to give you $1,000. That's cool. Yeah. It's not bad. You'll also be in the running to win $10,000 in advertising and a Citroën Berlingo van to help your small business grow. Sweet. It's pretty good, isn't Sam, yeah. you've got
3: that um, little small business that you'd like to help out. Maybe Mez could write an ad for them. For the Shangri-La? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly- <laughs> yeah. No,
2: we're doing okay, but thank you. Thank you for the offer.
1: The Shangri-La is a <laughs> tremendous establishment. It is. It, it truly, and do you know what I find? Very reasonably priced <laughs> drinks there. When you go there, have you ever... And oh,
3: absolutely do not need one of your ads, Mez. <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I'm not doing an ad. I'm truly... Trying to get free piss next time I go there.
2: <laughs> Vivid from above. That's my pitch for tonight, guys.
1: I call it heaven in Sydney skies. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, thanks to Citroen, I am actually going to make you an ad. You could win a thousand. You will win a thousand dollars if I play the little ad for you as well. But bear in mind, my ad writing history is a little bit shady.
0: Merrickville $2 shop is now open. Plastic plates, $3. Hairspray, $7. Confetti party poppers, $4. Wrapping paper, $3. Picnic basket, $11. Cigarette lighters that give you an electric shock, $9. Painting easels, $14. Labrador pups, $600. Pepper spray, $82. Novelty pirate costume, $12. Imitation milk from Taiwan, $98. Playing cards, $5. Egyptian pharaonic death mask, $3. Replica kangaroo scrotum handbag, $16. Face painting kits, $4. Filipino Pride, $50,000. Out of date, Sudafed, $22. Novelty Apron with Boobs, $12. A Smack in the Mouth from George Colombaris, $13. Pickled Onions, $4 a jar. Penis Pump, $55. 1999 Model Holden Barina, $680. Michael Jackson's Toxicology Report, $9. Freddie Mercury's Actual Teeth, $15. At the $2 shop, we have everything except for a clear understanding of what the $2
1: actually means. Big um, show business story this week has been about Rebel Wilson. Yeah, it's
2: been going on for a while, that court case, hasn't it?
1: Defamation course, uh, defamation case against the uh, um, uh, published... The Bauer Is Bauer Media. Bauer? Oh, I've yeah. lost my mind. to Yeah, Bauer Media, the publisher. Bauer Media. So, Women's so Day. So women's Day, and... Women's Weekly.
2: Mm, what? I'm Woman's... not au fait okay with my women's Weekly. Uh,
1: women's Day, Australian Women's Weekly, yes. New Weekly,
3: and OK, okay Magazine. Magazine.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, she had... They would published some articles that she uh, felt had defamed her, took it, took them to court. Now that, as we know in show business, sometimes you just cop a kick in the teeth yeah, and you just go, you're better off not taking them on because it just inflames the situation. She did, and she set a precedent.
2: I say good on her. It's pretty gutsy what she Ooh, did. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're not familiar, most people would know, but it was over issues like lying about her age is what they were claiming. And they were saying that, you know, she lied about her background and her name and all, all of this stuff that it was actually quite hurtful for her. So that's hence, yeah. you know, pushing it.
1: I was a. I. I were talking about this today. Right. This is how crazy it can get sometimes, and you do have to be very careful about what you read in any publication. Mm. Uh, many years ago, this would have been uh, almost eight years ago to the day. Uh, my. I was in uh, reported in the papers. I've been to an event. I won't say it was, and I won't say the publication, but it was a very big Sydney columnist. Yeah. And had I been to an event and they had reported in the paper that I had been under the influence of alcohol. Mm. I'd been drinking, yep. inferred that I was drunk and said that I groped a woman on the red oh, carpet of the event. Really? Yeah. Groped a woman on the event. Fact was I drove there, drove home. So I was under 0.05. I'd had one beer the entire night. Cause I right. never drink at industry nights and everybody who knows me knows that don't drink. So I wasn't drunk. So that's defamation. Yeah. And second was the groping was actually me putting my arms around my pregnant wife, my pregnant (laughs) wife. And I accidentally brushed her bosom and I made a joke. And the report, the person who wrote about this wasn't even at the event and said that I groped a woman and my wife read it and just went, I presume that's me.
2: <laughs> Scott, I hope so. In their defence, like you do have quite a gropey face. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, looking at your face, like even if you're trying to be romantic To
1: be fair, I wasn't wearing any pants. Yeah. And yeah, that was that's... probably the flag
2: And you were covered in honey, which I, I was... thought was too much <laughs> for the red carpet. But and you're I like, was... Oh, fashion forward, Sam.
1: And I was wearing a leather mask with a ball in my mouth. But other every, than that, every single Every
2: single thing, <laughs> Sketch
3: looks like Merrick Watts. <laughs> it's that true, it does. News. It does. Yeah. Whenever
1: I see an identical sketch and they go, and they go, of Middle Eastern persuasion, I go, that still looks like me. <laughs> but the point, the
3: rebel has been victorious in this defamation yeah, case, she was. right? Good on uh, mm-hmm. So, gentlemen, I think someone's probably going to get the sack from. Uh, 100%. Women's Day over the this, 100% which means yeah. that I think uh, there's probably a job going oh, now. Good. Women's Day—they're known for their headlines. Obviously, the one that they had for Rebel was just "Who is the real Rebel?" Yeah. Now I want to read you some headlines and see okay. if you can tell me what the stories are about. Now these are real headlines and real stories that have been printed oh. in Women's
1: Day over the year. Okay. okay yeah. Sure. Yeah. All, right, All right. Okay. It's my day. Women's Day. You put too much effort into this. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: Kate and Angelina's secret pact.
1: Kate and Angelina's
3: secret pact.
2: I, was... I'm I'm going to say that it's a typo, and it's Kate and Angelina's secret pash, oh. and, and and it was a great story, <laughs> and it's uh, Angelina Jolie and Kate Beckinsale just to keep people interested. <laughs> wow, <laughs> is that correct? You you've got a quarter
3: right. It is Angelina Jolie involved. I've
1: got, got that, and the other one is is Katie Holmes, and they've had <laughs> they've had a pact neither of them will marry Tom Cruise again. <laughs> <'Cause that's, laughs> no, no, it's
3: uh, it's in fact Kate Middleton um, oh. married to Prince William. Oh, uh, and yeah. this is how thin the stories are behind these headlines. Hmm. Kate Middleton idolises Angelina Jolie. That's it. But that's What's it. the pact? Uh, no, I don't uh, That's it. Uh, Kate sees Angelina well, as a mentor. On a second.
1: That's not leading to double suicide? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, next one. Here we go. It's mine. My- Again, you put too much effort into this segment. I really I like it. Yeah, I used to oh. love that. Episode. Okay, next headline: Hugh's big shock. He's the sexiest man alive, so why is Deb so turned off by his
2: body? Uh, he lactates. <laughs> just the first thing that came to mind. Um, and they actually edited out of the Wolverine movies. They edit out all the scenes when Wolverine lactates.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm guessing uh, Deb has had a long day at work. She's a lovely woman. She goes, "Can you just scratch my back for me, please?" <laughs> And then she's in a pool of blood. And she just goes, Hugh, don't know your own core
2: strength. No, he's, no.
3: he's too muscular and not comfortable to cuddle.
2: Oh, right. And, and you, you, can, you can read more about that story in Hugh Weekly. That's a good women's oh, yeah. magazine pun. Come on, guys. Come on, pay that,
0: please. <laughs> All right, we, got, we got one more. It's my okay. woman's day. Oh, mate, I just start
3: menstruating when you
0: play that.
1: Seriously.
0: <laughs>
3: Inside George's secret world.
1: Inside George's. Well, it's got to be Colin Burris (laughs) and it's got to be a boxing gym (laughs) where he goes in there And everybody at the boxing gym, of course, are midgets, because they've all got to be smaller targets than him. (laughs) He is good on his toes. That does make sense, the
2: boxing tie-in. And
1: uh, instead of wearing boxing gloves, he just has a couple of pavlovas or some macarons, and he just punches them in
2: my clothes. No,
3: no, Um, long way off. What's the headline again? Inside George's Secret World.
2: Okay, this is...
1: Inside George?
2: (laughs) 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 Is... Um, okay, so this is—I reckon this is a brand new story, and it's quite edgy that they're going with this because um, George is actually uh, Rebel Wilson's real name, and she's a <laughs> 72-year-old man, and they're—they're go- they're going again. They're, they're doubling up.
3: Uh, the real answer is that Prince George turned three, and the palace released new photos of him to mark his birthday. But I like both of your answers much better. <laughs> Good
2: game. Yeah. We the jingle again. We've got 10 seconds on the shot clock. Can he do it? This is testing him as a button it's master. Oh yeah. Game. Remix with the chilli peppers. Oh. I'm having a seizure. Do you want me to rap? No. <laughs> okay.
1: Sam Mack from Channel 7 joins me in studios studio today. Mate, uh, you've been busy on the road for Sunrise the last few weeks? Yeah, we
2: have. We've been in Broome on the weekend. Then we were in Adelaide earlier in the week. They had something which I loved in Adelaide called a baby disco. So under the age of five, you can go to a disco, like an adult disco, flashing lights. They have you know like smoke machines. There's a bubble machine. It goes off. So that was fun. A little baby um, with a bum bag on the front. Yeah. Selling. Yeah. Pretty much, pingers. Yeah, that's the vibe. Actually, no, there was no pingers, yeah. but um,
1: no, no different types of pingers. for kids. But the other one was it's the spinners. Sm- spinners, spinners yeah. yeah.
2: This morning was good. Um, we were at we we're in Wollongong this morning, actually. Mm. Um, so I drove down there early this morning, and um, we were covering the Frozen Disney Frozen on ice. Uh, you, I'm, I'm leaving a gap here because you a know whenever. Right weatherman... guy,
1: I didn't think you were on
2: ice. Oh, you done or you got a few more? <laughs> Okay. I just I left twenty <laughs> seconds in the thing for it because I thought, no, that's it.
1: Given the legal, um. So anyway, it was Frozen, <laughs> yeah. Disney
2: Frozen on ice, and I. Th- this is one of the first times that I've been in the role where I got. Told off I got in trouble Like I, I'm i pretty Inoffensive You know I find myself You know I can work with most people Yeah I'm friendly Try to make it fun No you're a good guy Thank you Thank you like, You, <laughs> you know just accused me Of being no, no, didn't no, you? No I was only kidding you,
1: You're like a fa- You don't have a family But you're like a family guy And I think that's Very approachable you, Thank you mate you, you seem like A safe kind of guy I, Even though I've got kids And and a wife And everything like that And all those things That are important in life And you don't mm. oh. Um, I, I still well, think that People see me As
2: probably more of a dicey option than you... Well, didn't you grope a lady on the red carpet at an (laughs) event a few years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I do have a family of rescue cats, so what have (laughs) you guys done for charity this year? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so it's Disney Frozen on Ice, and... It's quite strict on the in, like the, the the stars of the show you know like Princess Elsa and, and all the stars that you yeah. see from the movies and yeah. so they go guys you can't talk to them because they they're not allowed to sort of talk of free will when they're in character they can only say the lines that are in the performances I which understand. was totally cool i yeah. get that and so they had me out uh, in the skates and and i made a reference to like oh Elsa isn't she isn't she stunning like isn't she the woman of your dreams she's just so beautiful oh my goodness i'm in love and I thought that was like pretty tame after the cross finish. One of the people there was like working with the organizers said, well, that was inappropriate. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, I thought that was totally fine. I mean, the story is a love story, isn't it? There's a prince and there's a beautiful. Yeah, just, yeah. I've seen this frozen. I've got a five year old daughter. I've I seen it, it was totally a thousand fine. times. There is a little bit more to the story. So oh, before she okay, said that was go. inappropriate. Okay, okay. So at the end of the cross, the end of the segment, um, we're all in ice skates, obviously. I haven't done a lot of ice skating, okay? So we're about to finish the segment. I'm talking away, and I'm starting to lose my balance. Oh, right? dear. So yeah. I've got, I'm just sort of I'm flailing, you know. I'm not, I'm not oh, going dear. well. I'm starting to actually tilt over, and I've just reached for whatever is closest to me.
1: Oh, God. Why do I get the sense that I know how you feel? <laughs> it's mm.
2: Princess Elsa. So... Oh. And I've kind of like brushed along her shoulder slash hair slash a little bit of her face onto her arm, but only to stay upright. Like okay. That's all it was. Okay.
1: When you say brushing, I mean, I'm sure it was just, it was a flash thing. You know, it was really, really quick. It was it, for safety. It, but did you transgress accidentally over the shoulder?
2: Just no, onto... no. No, nowhere near that territory. Okay. Just, okay. I mean, okay. Look, anyway, th- there's a quote that they said, after <laughs> which will stick with me for the rest of my life and it'll probably be in my top-selling book when I finish Sunrise Weather. And the quote was, look, we just felt that that was an inappropriate interaction with Princess Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm now going to get tattooed on my lower back. That's what they were saying as I was holding her arm. They like, let her go, let her
0: let go, let her go. You are literally now on a Disney watch list. <laughs> <laughs> just...
2: Disney I'm event. so sorry to the Disney Corporation, but to Elsie, Pixar,
1: anything comes up, they just go, oh, not Sam Mack. He's inappropriate. <laughs> Sam Mack, I love the fact Thanks you're inappropriate. Guys. I love the fact you come and visit the show sometimes. Hopefully, we'll get you back again uh, in the not too distant future. Pleasure, guys. Have, have a, great a great weekend, weekend. Sam. Likewise. Thank Cheers, mate. Police officers searching for a man suspected of breaking into homes across Sydney have found him. Good. Well done, police. Hiding under a bed. You are a shit home invader, mate. So he's not like? He's
3: not a shit home invader. He's, he's shit at hide a... and seek. Yeah, that's what he is. He's terrible. The, under the bed is the first place you look. A hundred percent. Your son would have found him. Oh, like, all know. credit that... to the police officers. But Wolf, who's eight, would have found this bloke.
1: Yeah, this is the first place you look. I play hide and seek with my kids all the time. I don't need to do a berg first because <laughs> I live in my own house. But the first place you look is under the bed. When Correct. I play hide and seek with my kids, which I do quite regularly, the first place they look for, Dad is, of course, the liquor cabinet. And that's where they find that. (laughs) They go, found you, Dad. Dad, Dad, why do you look so wonky? What do you mean you don't want to play hide and seek anymore? You just want to hide. No seeking. You look tired, Dad. Are you a drunk? Those are some some of the things. I'm only joking. Hide Um, and sad in Merrick's house. (laughs) Hide and unsupervised. That's what it is. Mum's out. Let's have a game of hide and unsupervised. Dad'll have 12 quick beers, and then you guys see if you can find him hiding in the boot of the car. I'm so Why glad we've got again?
3: Docs on speed dial.
1: Anyway, we're trying to turn a reasonably grim story into a funny one because uh, police officers, I said, found the man um, suspected of breaking into the homes across Sydney, hiding under a bed. Now, as crazy as this sounds, I'm going to do it anyway. one when have you had to hide under a bed? I, Liam, I, come I,
3: on. I can't think of the last time I had to hide under a bed.
1: But mate, you could hide under a cot,
3: <laughs> mainly because other hiding places are much more accessible to me because of my size.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, you—you you could hide in a crawl space. I'd never find you.
3: Where's Liam? But where? If I duck down behind my ten-month-old daughter, I disappear. Mate, so you
0: could
1: hide in a fridge behind a. Sp-
0: the bar of fridge.
1: Yeah. All right, okay. You've never had to hide under a bed. I've never
3: had to hide under a bed, but mm. it strikes me, given your nature oh, yeah. 100%. that you've hidden under a bed before.
1: 100 percent percent I don't want I don't want to name names. I was a young bloke. I was uh, at a girl's house, her parents are out and uh we were in her bedroom just 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 talking, just getting to know each other. Just you know. She might have read some stories from Dolly Doctor, and I was just like, This is making all of us feel good. And then, (laughs) and then her old man who was an Italian concreter. (laughs) Read, read, read mafia. Yeah. Oh, so dangerous. This man, like (laughs) not even, not even kidding. He's come home because he'd forgotten something or something and we'd wagged school and she was apparently sick and he thought he would drop in to see how she was. And then all of a sudden I just didn't have my jeans on. Silly man. Must have taken them off. And then he's come in and I went, if he finds me, I die. Mm. He's already got the truck ready. Yeah. All he has to do is just put me in it. It's a good thing. <laughs> the convenience level here is unsurpassed.
0: It's a
3: good thing you don't have jeans on because you're about to be wearing concrete oh, boots.
0: Exactly.
1: So I just went, you know what? I'm going to hide under the bed. And literally he came in and I was under the bed and he walked in. I could see his, his boots and I went, oh, Jesus. Oh. And he he was he's Italian concrete. I so say he had gumboots on, right? And I could see them there. And I just thought, if he finds me, I die. But I started laughing because oh, this is just going to be the best story to tell my mates as if soon I as survive. if I survive. <laughs> if this guy doesn't end my life with a shovel, this is going to be. So I, the fun, so I may as well start laughing now, preemptively start <laughs> laughing and giggling under the bed. Eventually he left, and I lived to tell the story. So, bang. And now we benefit from people who are going to call up. Have already begun. Now, it could be for anything. Maybe, you know, you've had to avoid somebody's parents, boy or a girl, whatever it is, for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be because, you know, you were burging a house or because you were <laughs> having relations with... Uh, a, a, a person. Uh, it could be any reason at all. One triple three five three. What was the reason that made you hide under a bed, you gigantic child? We're taking your course on one triple three five three. You creeps. I mean, you great people. Um, <laughs> when have you hid under a bed? Uh, a home invader uh, was caught by police hiding underneath a bed. Winner. Uh, I would love the- to
3: know the other hiding options that were in front of him in that room. Ah. Surely there was others.
1: It's- just, they're going to look under the bed, mate. They're going
3: to check they're, there. They're absolutely going to look under the bed.
1: Hide behind the curtains. That's always a ripper. My kids, last place they look, they eventually I, find I them.
3: like the idea that the police kind of went, I guess he's not in here, mm. and gave him that little bit of self-assurance yeah. that he's
1: survived. I can't find him anywhere. Let's just walk, walk out, out of the room. Yeah, and then he just goes, I'm free of it. He starts <laughs> to giggle, and then he rolls out, <laughs> and they shoot him in the face.
3: No, oh. they didn't shoot him in the face. He's well, been arrested and charged. That's
1: why they're police and I'm on the radio. Correct. Okay, Ian in Campbelltown. Hello, mate.
6: Hey, man, how are you all? Very
1: good indeed, champ. All right, uh, you've had to hide underneath the bed?
6: Yeah, so I was um, with a uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine and um, the parents were supposed to be away and uh, we were, you know, mid... Mid business, if you know what I'm saying, yes. and uh, all of a sudden, uh, we hear the front door close and the steps down the hall, and she's like, Uh oh. So, literally, I've done the commando roll out of the bed and under the bed. Um, and uh, he's literally opened up the door, walked in, and he's gone, Hey, sweetheart, just uh, forgot something, we'll we'll be out of here. He's walked up into his room, closed his door, and she's gone, Okay. You have to go. So I literally had to then jump out the window, oh. get dressed, and go home.
1: <laughs> oh. See, uh, the commando role well practiced, Ian. No doubt you've <laughs> taken some time <laughs> thinking about that at home. you just going, I could roll straight out on one slick move. Here's the thing, though. If he's walked in and he hasn't identified you, the safest thing to do then is actually to stay. Because if you open up the window, you're only putting yourself at risk there.
6: Yeah, well, we didn't think that he was... Going to leave again, yeah. so it was like you've you sort of the yes. inspiration was gone. I understand. So. Well, I
1: understand, Ian. But also, too, we're all Australians <laughs> here, and there's one thing we hate: it's a job half done. So,
6: <laughs> for sure, for sure.
1: <laughs> thank you, Ian. Thank you for laughing. More importantly, John and Sinclair. hello, mate. How you going, man? Very good indeed. All right. When have you had to hide under a bed? All
6: right. So I was at a girl's house, and um, the parents were out for dinner and stuff, and um. We are just talking to getting to know each other like you were. Mm. And um, and then I was about to leave because I knew what time I was coming home. So then we walked to the front door and we're saying goodbye and stuff. And then as I opened the front door, they pulled up in the driveway. Oh, okay. Oh, I've shit myself. I've gone, F-]. So I've, slammed, I've slammed the front door closed. And I've gone, what do I do? And then I, I clicked. I go, I'll go at the back door. So I bolted out the back door, grabbed my shoes. And then there was two pool gates to get through before the last gate that led to the front, like front yard. Mm. And then I've gone through the first pool gate and, um, you know how you pull the latch up and then if you let it slip, it makes like a loud metal bang. Click. Yep. Yep. And then I've, I've done that. And the thing slipped out of my hand and made a big bang. And I've, I've shit myself. I've gone, Oh no, they've heard me. I'm going to get caught. I'm going to die. Yeah. They didn't hear me. So I was like, all right, coast is clear. Walked through, gone to the next gate and I got through that one easy as, and then I've tripped on something and knocked something over. Mm. And I'm gone, how bad is my luck? So then I stopped, mm. nothing again. I was like, oh, my God, that must be death. So then I've walked to the last gate, and I'm waiting, and I was like, all right, time to get over the gate. So I've gone to jump the gate, and as I've gone to jump it, her father was standing right there, eye level to me, looking in my direction, because, but because I was in pitch black, he couldn't see me at all. I was like, oh my God. So then okay. I
1: jumped up down and then waited until he went inside. Okay. Okay. He's okay. gone inside. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. John, first of all, a lot of gates in this house. Too many <laughs> gates. It's I know. just, I, I mean, seriously, what is this? Starlink 13? There's a lot of gates. <laughs> Number two, if you spend as much time pleasuring a lady as you do telling that story, you are a Casanova, my friend. <laughs>
5: This is your station of origin. State of origin. Nothing hits you like Holden State of Origin. Feel it. Be there. Get your tickets to the only origin game in Sydney. Go to nrl.com slash tickets. Proudly Sydney's Triple M.
1: Game two next Wednesday night, and it is, of course, going to be a cracker for the Blues. You could be going there with a friend. I've got two tickets to give away now for Holden State of Origin. Game two based on your origin for your suburb. Now, it's been a little bit easy this week, so we've made it incredibly difficult, I'm told, today. Here we go. Today's category is, is your suburb under the flight path of Sydney Airport? Oh, come on. It's like, it's everyone. It is everywhere. It's like saying, give us a call if you can hear what I'm saying. 13353, is your suburb under the flight path of Sydney Airport? You know what? I will actually, I know the flight path of Sydney. I've got it on a little uh, map on my phone.
3: Now, as your your so, suburb of Lilyfield's been ineligible <laughs> for the last couple of days, would you be eligible today? Yeah, because you're under the flight path. Yeah, park? we're
1: under both. We're under both runway uh, under the third and the first runway.
3: Oh, you're one of those plane nerds that knows things like this, Dude, aren't you? What's that? Yeah, what have I got you in have my hand? an app on your phone radar, which shows you the flight p- radar. Yeah, you and our boss J.A., love, love this stuff, stuff. and yep. if no one else cares. No, my wife does. She
1: she likes it. <laughs> she so, doesn't
3: trust me. F- hang on. Guess what? We don't have to talk about your flight path anymore, Mess. Oh, as much on. as you want to, because we've got someone on the line.
1: Hello. Who's this? We've got James. Hey, Merrick. How, How are you, mate? mate? All right. We're talking about flight paths, and I'm going to be very specific here. So, um, if like, I'm looking at the exact well, flight path. What's that's your in s- right What's now. your suburb, James? I'm nerding out.
3: Hursful. Hursful. Merrick. Not, check, not, check not, your fancy app. Not good enough. What? No, I'm not buying that.
4: Man, we have guessing games at our house. What this? What? What airline it is?
3: Not good enough. Sounds like an amazingly exciting house you got there, James.
4: <laughs> Imagine what beer and beer and planes do, mate.
1: <laughs> you know what? To be honest, James, I don't care, I don't care where you're from in Sydney today. <laughs> if you live in Sydney, you live under the
4: freaking
0: uh, flight
6: path.
1: Yeah. So yeah, mate. Of course you get tickets. Hurstville absolutely oh, you're 11, qualifies, Mary. mate. You go and enjoy yourself next week, Origin 2, Wednesday night. Have a ball, James, and have a great weekend I too, champ. will Thank you very much. Good on you, mate. Take it easy. Cheers. And don't forget, you can
3: get your tickets for State of Origin 2, uh, the only game of Origin in Sydney this year, at
1: nrl.com forward slash tickets. Ooh, Malaysia Airlines is about to take off. Oh, I, oh, maybe not. It has been a tremendous week this week. Thank you very much for listening to the show. I know I say it a lot, but you guys make my week every week. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, look forward to seeing you again on Monday. Have a great and a safe weekend. But as always, we'll leave you with Battle of the Burbs. This is basically where we look at some of the finer points of the week. We identify what regions have outdone other regions of Sydney in a battle to the death that doesn't end in death. This is Battle of the Burbs. See you Monday, Sydney.
5: Well, it's been a big week in Sydney. And as usual, it's time to call a meeting at the Merrickville Council Chambers to vote on which suburb gave us the best call this week. Mez loves a practical joke and even if you've got a disability, Ian from Hoxton Park proved you can still get involved.
4: I used to have a next door neighbour that used to put on some parties and that quite a lot and she had breast cancer and had both breasts removed. So she'd head off into the kitchen and fill a tits full of peanuts and come out and start passing around a booth full of peanuts and some people who started realizing
5: what they were. There's an old saying, drive it like a rental. So we wanted to know the worst thing you'd done to a hire car. Dan in Cornell wasn't even at fault. So I was doing a driving job for a mate. I had to drive a whole bunch of people from uh, Leppington to Lilyfield and back for a
4: wedding. Yep. Everyone was, like, proper written off. Like, they have been smashing high-end spirits and wine all night. Oh, and um, someone has a spear in the back and uh, sets off a chain reaction. I think it
6: was, like, six people. <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs> One of our favourite segments is The Hurt Locker, where we ask you how you've injured yourself with a certain object. This week, stationery. Amy and Barara kicked us off. My dad had this joke that he used to play on us where
4: you put a staple in the sticky part of a post-it note put it on your forehead, but you're meant to take the staples out of the stapler to then pretend as if you stapled the bread oh. to to your head. I was showing off and didn't take the staples out, and I stapled myself in the forehead.
5: <laughs> oh. Then Aaron on the Central Coast put on a
6: show. My neighbours gave me a stationary kit when I was young and I was in year six. I took that stationary kit to school. I was in class. The stationery kit had a Stanley knife, like oh. a paper knife. Oh. I thought this was a good idea to have a muck around with. I've never used one before. Anyway, I um, got distracted by the girls sitting next to me and lo and behold, I sliced my thumb completely in half, straight through the nail. Oh. Oh. It wasn't until it wasn't oh. until the kids in the class were actually screaming because I was down spurting blood all over the other kids oh. in the class. Freaking awesome.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but after the council voted re-voted, had a smoko, and then voted some more, the winning suburb this week is... Camperdown, where anyone who works in the same hospital as Mark should probably do a stock take. I am a nurse and I do take drugs. I usually steal Viagra.
4: (laughs) Steal Viagra? Yeah. I actually work with um, kids and it's used as, like, a cardiac drug, so they don't really miss it because we have...
6: Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: Um, but, yeah, I... Sorry, typically... Mark,
1: you you're stiffy just knocked the phone out of, the, <laughs> out of your right there. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Thank you for visiting Merrickville. And be a Merrickvillian. Uh Merrickvillite. Merrickvillaman? Join us on Facebook or Twitter at Merrickville FM 104.9 Triple M.